I'm Al John Go, co-host of the Disney List podcast, as heard on Sorcerer Radio, as well as Skull Rock podcast. Here with my wife, Kristen. Hello. Hello. You are an earmarked agent who books Disney travel vacations for people all the time. Give our listeners a reason why they want to give you a call instead of just booking a trip by themselves. Well, I can do all of the legwork for them. I have expertise. I've been to the Disney parks well over a hundred times. So they've got that knowledge at their hand as well as it saves them time and money. Where can people get in touch with you so that they can book their next Disney cruise, Disney park trip, Adventures by Disney? They can contact me at themeparksandcruises at gmail.com. The Dining at Disney Podcast. The Dining at Disney Podcast. You'll discover all the best restaurants and food as you really explore the Disney parks. Let's do this thing! The Dining at Disney Podcast. And now your hosts, Kristen and Bubba. Is the Disney dining plan going to come back? Where do you dine when staying at Kidani at Disney's Animal Kingdom Lodge? And places to eat with a big family at Disney. These are just some of the questions that we will be answering that you have asked us on today's show. Well, welcome to the Dining at Disney podcast. I'm Kristen. With me is Bubba. And if you haven't already, make sure you like, subscribe, and click the notification bell so you know when we post new content. Bubba, how are you doing? Hi, I'm actually excellent right now. So ready to talk some Disney stuff. Of course, Disney food to get my appetite going. <laughs> the good thing is, is I ate dinner today before doing the show. So I am, oh, I am. In- well, you're going to get hungry again. You're going to have a second dinner tonight. I'll tell you that. I'll probably have to <laughs> dig into some cookies or something. Yeah, some late night snack. I got some, some crispy, uh, is it uh, crispy cookie cookies? Those Cris- are always good. Crispy you say Christy Chris- cookies. Christy cookies. Mm-hmm. Never heard of those. They're made here in Nashville. Oh, They're Nashville. good. Oh. Is it like a sweet cookie or like? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh. And it's like the soft, gooey kind of cookies, mm-hmm. not the really like dry, crunchy ones. And yeah. those are my favorite. So kind of like I have gooeys. some of their, it's a southern, southern, Butter pecan cookies. Oh, wow. That sounds delicious. Oh, they are delicious. Nice. So, okay. Let's start off with a little bit of news. And this is a non-food news, but it is it is major news. Yes. For those of you we heard about last week, we talked about what was going on with Disneyland and their annual passes. Well, now we have some Walt Disney World annual pass news. Now, if you currently have an annual pass, you are good. You can renew it when it expires. If you don't have an annual pass, you let it expire because, you know, 2020 was pretty much a wash for going to the park (laughs) for most people, unless you're, you know, we're local or in Florida. Well, now Disney has decided those people who don't have current annual pass passes cannot purchase them. That's crazy. Now, they haven't said when they will allow new passes to be sold. They're they're doing this because the amount of people they can allow into the park is so limited right now due to the pandemic. But 
there's going to be a lot of people wanting to go to Walt Disney World because the 50th anniversary celebration officially begins on October 1st. So hopefully, there are there are rumors right now that that may be possibly delayed, but it's just rumors right now. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, with this whole thing going, I mean, yeah, you're going to have 25 percent capacity during one of the that's a huge celebration. The 50th. I know Disneyland's was major. I think depending on how the vaccine situation goes through the year depends on whether or not they do kick it off on October 1st. And if that happens, I think we'll also see fairly soon after that, that they will do the annual passes again. If not, we'll see annual passes come back probably in early 2022. Yeah. But again, it's all going to depend on how the vaccines work, how, you know, the hospitals and testing and all of that's going and if things can be back to normal because if they can then they'll definitely want to have that celebration kick off they'll want to have people back be an annual pass holders so hopefully the capacity that's the bad news but there is you know good news at some point (laughs) (laughs) we'll get it we'll we'll get the good news soon (laughs) we will i uh, one of the questions that we did get um, my answer is going to relate to uh, our discussion and it comes from Kristen S and she says, is the free dining plan offer ever coming back? And what I'm going to say is we hope so. I would think it would. Um, Disney has done really well with people doing the Disney dining plan. Um, But until that plan comes back, which will maybe we'll see, in the fall, you know, with the same, you know, as I said before, with the kickoff of the 50th, yeah. depending on how this pandemic goes and if, you know, cases decrease, I think we'll see it come back. Um, and at that point, I think that's when you'll see the free dining and its typical dates that it usually runs that, you know, historically in the past that we've seen the Disney dining plan for free being offered. Um, but I do think it's not going to be until fall at the earliest that we'll probably see the dining plan return. And it could be, you know, sometime next year. So I'm hoping sooner because I love the Disney dining plan. (laughs) It's a great value. If you enjoy dining in the parks and you're wanting to have, you know, at least one, two meals every day in the park somewhere, it's well worth the money, especially when it doesn't have, uh, very few restaurants have restrictions as to what you can get and what you can't. So sometimes you end up saving a good bit of money. Now, do you think Disney may up the perks a little bit since it halted, you know, with especially with people who had reservations before this started, you know, maybe offer them a little bit more with, you know, maybe not restrict as much on the dining plan. I mean, I don't know, maybe something. I don't know. It'll be interesting to see what they do um, because that that Disney dining plan has changed so many times. <clears throat> Excuse me. Air so dry, it's making me cough. Um, <laughs> Bless you. <laughs> um, you know, one time it included tips and it included an appetizer in the basic plan and then it's it's morphed into so many different things over the years now wine 
cocktails are included in there if you're 21 or older. So I don't know. Maybe they won't do a price increase because often they do price increase annually with that. Maybe we won't see a price increase when they bring it back. Okay. Okay. So let's see. Our next question is from Kristen M. And she says she's going to be staying at Kidani at Disney's Animal Kingdom Lodge in March. And she wants to know if I have any dining recommendations. I will say you can't go wrong with any of the restaurants over at Disney's Animal Kingdom. For resort restaurants, this is one of my favorite resorts for dining because every place is great. Yeah, awesome. Um, But in particular, I would recommend Sanaa. (coughs) Oh, I need water. (laughs) Um, It's located in Kidani and it's on the ground level. So you actually have to go downstairs below where check-in is. And there you have a view of the Savannah. So it's a beautiful place to dine. You can see the animals outside and the food is amazing. And I highly recommend getting the appetizer of the bread service with the dips. It is fantastic. (laughs) Everybody loves it. I love it so much that the last time I was there, I went to the gift shop and bought, you can buy the tray that they present all of those dips out on. And it comes with the little, little dishes, but you also get all the recipes for all those dips too. Nice. Oh yeah. It's, it's, it's really cool. But that's where I recommend it is, I would say, one of my top restaurants at Disney, period. Ooh, wow. Okay, Sanaa. I, I, I would have to, I want to check that out when I go. I believe this, this is Kristen, too. She's in California. She's one of my uh, friends. She's traveling over to Florida. She's a huge Disney fan, just like me. So I hope this is the same one that asked that question. It's funny because we have a Kristen S and a Kristen M and they both spell Kristen the same way and different from me. (laughs) I'm about to say compared to you. (laughs) Yep. That's funny. Do you want to get some water? We'll see. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I'm going to need to if I keep coughing. Um, And then one of our other questions comes from Mike R. And he says, we will be staying at Caribbean Beach Resort. What recommendations would you have for dining? Now, this depends on when you're going, because right now, Sebastian's Bistro isn't open, but it's a place I really recommend. So if you go and it is and it is open because we don't know how long these are going to be closed with the pandemic and when they're going to open each of them. It's really a day-by-day thing. But this is located on their waterfront there. So you have a beautiful view of the water. It has a very tropical feel. And the food is excellent. Now, it is only open for dinner. But some of the things you can find are beef empanadas, jerk chicken wings. They have a coconut shrimp and grits. If you are somebody who does not like to have seafood, they do have a grilled skirt steak that you can enjoy. If you're looking for some variety, they have what's called the Taste of the Caribbean, and it comes with black beans, cilantro, rice. And you can choose any three of the following, which is jerk chicken, slow 
slow cooked pork, coconut shrimp, goat curry, or the plant-based curry. And yes, I did say goat curry. It is really goat. Uh, I did not order that. Instead, I went with the plant-based curry. And I will tell you, it was fantastic. I really enjoyed it. Uh, One thing you can add to your entree, if you like lobster, say you're doing the steak, you can do your own surf and turf. And they do have the option to add a lobster tail to that. And for dessert... They've got some really good choices. There is a mango passion fruit panna cotta, the classic mile high key lime pie, and it has a really buttery graham cracker crust with it. So it's really good. And they have sorbet. So you can do mango lime, guava, and uh, guanabana sorbet. And it has uh, fruits of the Caribbean with it too. So that is the place I would recommend first. And that is a table service. And like I said, right now it's temporary closed, but you know, we don't know when it will reopen and I don't know when you're going. So hopefully you're going later in the year and you'll get to enjoy it. Um, If you like quick service and you're wanting a lot of different options, they have what's called Centertown Market. And there's different places that you can go up to to get your food, but they all have that Latin and Caribbean flair to it. So uh, that's definitely a good place to go and get some delicious food when you're staying over at Caribbean Beach. And our last question, do you want to, do you want to read that? And I'm going to let you give your answers first, Bob. Oh, well, I got a couple of them. Yeah. So Lisa Marie, our top donor asked the question, places to eat at Disney with a big family. Uh, so, I mean, I do have a couple places, which I'm listing right now. My top place, I can never go wrong with it just because you can sit out so door indoor. We've eaten there with big families there before, and that's Carnation Cafe. They can adjust to whatever, you know, size party you have. I've seen parties of 20 in there before. We had like a party of 12, 13, and they fit us perfectly in the outside. Um, when we went for the 24-hour day, we had a party of nine, and they fit us. They sat us inside, and we sat comfortably too. Uh you know, so it's it's definitely a good place. Not only that, you have the environment of Main Street and you have probably one of the best menus, in my opinion, when it comes to breakfast, lunch and dinner, all, you know, all three, you know, breakfast, you can get the country fried steak, the classic eggs Benedict or my number one choice, the Oscar choice, all American breakfast, which is two eggs with uh, potatoes, smoked bacon or sausage and toast, just your basic breakfast. And not only that, it doesn't break the bank for $13. You can get that breakfast and that's before AP discounts. So, I mean, I know you guys have one over at uh, Disney World, too, with kind of the same uh, menu, right? We do not have a Carnation Cafe. Oh, wait, you don't have a Carnation Cafe. It is Casey's Corner that we have that's similar to your... That's um, that's the one that's similar. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, um, I mean, like I said, they have everything you want there, especially for a big family. That's just the breakfast for lunch. You, They have some of the some good appetizers like um, the fried pickles. Everybody loves the fried pickles over there. One of my best things is the loaded baked potato soup. That's one of the best recipes in my opinion at the park when it comes to soups. Uh, Definitely. 
a top choice in the park. And then they have everything from salads with the romaine and shrimp, or you could do a penne pasta with shrimp, a roasted turkey sandwich. Sometimes they'll have a seasonal din- dinner, like a TV dinner. Last time they had pork chops with mashed potatoes, corn, a giant garlic stick, and a lava cake. And it was just like a TV dinner, which was a Oh, wow. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. And um, and then you can enjoy Walt's uh, favorite chili uh, meatloaf or fried chicken there, too. Like I said, this is one of the top places uh, when it comes to family, because you got basically everything, burgers, entrees, uh, chicken, you know, vegan salads or anything, even a vegan burger they have. So it's everything is there, even fish. So just one, I'm like, I'm getting hungry just thinking about, I miss Carnation Cafe so much. That's always my go-to spot. When I lived down there, I was there once a week, either having a cinnamon (laughs) roll and coffee and talking to Chef Oscar or just having a full blown meal. (laughs) Yeah. Every, I think every trip that I've been to the park with you and Tay, we've done Carnation Cafe. Yeah, because it's just, it's a lot of fun too. Just you're right there on Main Street, you know, getting to see how, busy it can be sometimes or how quiet it can be during you know the mornings <laughs> which and I you like. can get Walt's chili there and you can get Walt's chili definitely <laughs> so what else do you have on the list another list um is the alien pizza planet just because you can get whole pizzas to go or you know for the whole family you just don't you don't have to just get a slice you can get a whole pizza <laughs> Uh, and the whole family can enjoy wherever you want to sit in the park. Um, if that's not your cup of tea, they got pastas, they have salads. It's a huge open area too. They actually have three sections, an outdoor and indoor. And then kind of behind that, it's a, like a little indoor outdoor spot where you can see everybody going to space mountain uh, <laughs> you know, right there. And, uh, it's like I said, it's a huge spot. They have everything you want when it comes to, you know, pizza, you can't go wrong with pizza, especially if you have a lot of kids and, uh, you know, soda, whatever you, they used to have free refills. They don't anymore. Actually, that's one thing that they stopped in Disneyland is the free refills on soda at certain areas and the free coffee, uh, before the park closed. That was one of my favorite things and that I took advantage of a lot, but, um, you know, you're looking at around $40 to feed the whole family with the whole pizza, um, you know, and I, I don't know if it comes with drinks. I don't believe so. But when it comes to Disneyland pizza, and it's good, too. It's really good pizza. Um, you know, it's not just that cheap imitation stuff that, you you know, like, oh, it's Disney. No, Disney makes everything fresh and with quality. And their pizzas are very good over there, especially their pastas. Sometimes I'll just get a pasta and fill up, uh, and it'll fill you up and you can take some to go to eat later during the day. That's another good thing about their pastas. You know, the one place that I always would think of is like immediately would come to my mind is no longer there. Oh, what's that? Uh-oh. The um, oh, the band, the bar, the Woody's Roundup Barbecue. Yes. <laughs> oh, every time I think about that place, I cry. That was <laughs> the best spot. That that makes my honorary list of no longer existing. Um, we took you guys there, and we had a blast. Oh yeah. I mean, just so much food. Um, didn't matter what size party. I think the very last night um, we. My friend Jeff had a reservation for 20 people. It was the last night it was open. And we that's got to awesome. Dine. Yeah, we got to dine with them. And it, 
it's just huge outdoors entertainment for you and just all you can eat ribs chicken uh brisket just everything beans corn uh the little cornbread rolls sausage my mom feel like lions tigers and bears oh my (laughs) sausage corn and ribs oh my uh, so I definitely missed that place. That was a fun, fun restaurant to go to. Okay. So you have any others that you recommend? Um, well, I mean, if you have, if you do have a family that's very picky eaters and you want something to snack on California adventure, take them to cozy cone. You got your choice of five different spots to, you know, depending on how big your family is, uh, just take your choice if you want something sweet, if you want something salty, if you want some, uh, you know, chili with Fritos, if, you know, they have all that. Uh, no, Nothing main entree like, but I mean, you can get sort of a bit of everything there when it comes to sweet and salty. So what I recommend over at Disney World is going to be over Magic Kingdom, I'm going to say Crystal Palace because it's, and right now things are different, but it's usually a buffet. Now they're doing it family style, um, but it's great for the entire family. So if you have really little kids, they're going to enjoy that as well because it is also character dining. And then over at uh, Epcot, there's two I recommend there. One is Via Napoli because, like Bubba said, you really can't go wrong with pizza. The Every place I'm mentoring it to is also table service because there are so many great options for quick service and so much quick service at uh, Disney that I wanted to just focus on the table service suggestions. But via Napoli, they can easily pull those tables together. There's pasta dishes, pizzas, all kinds of things that um, pretty much anybody in your family can find something on the menu they're going to like. Um if your family is just a little bit more adventurous or you are a carnivore type person, definitely hit Beer Garden. It is fun. Uh, Again, right now that one is family style, but normally they're in these like long communal tables. So you can make uh, new friends and things like that. So uh, it's German with American food. There's some things there you may have never realized were German food that you just thought, oh, I've had this before. Um, And then over at Disney's Animal Kingdom, I'm going to recommend Yak and Yeti. It is a two-level location, and it is part of the Landry's restaurant. So if you are a Landry's member, you can use your card there. If you get your, like, $25 birthday, they accept it there. Um, But they can easily move their tables around to accommodate large parties. And it's really good Asian food. And I will say definitely try if you eat raw fish, they have a uh, tuna nachos and they are amazing. The nachos are made like from, they're like wontons instead. So it's, it's fantastic. It's so good. That's clever. Uh, Another place I recommend in Animal Kingdom is Tusker House. Again, this is also a place that is typically a buffet, um, but they have a lot of seating there and it's easy to accommodate. Lots of dining options when you go around to pick food. So that's always good. Uh, Splitsville in Disney Springs. It's fun. It's great for kids. 
there's bowling, there's live music there and things like that. So it's it's really good family atmosphere. Uh, I would say for families that has more adults, not so much little kids, um, Wolfgang Puck, because that place is just amazing and you will have a fantastic time. And I think that's definitely something to splurge on. Uh, as well as Ravello over at Four Seasons Orlando. They even have like a room where I've been in that they can accommodate more people and you're kind of off from everybody else. So if you're louder, there's a do- closed door that closes. So you're not going to oh, you know, nice. bother the other guests. Um, another uh, place to go is over at Polynesian. I've got two places there I'm going to mention. Ohana. Family style service, they can move the tables around easily. It is fun, no matter whether you have kids that are a year old or you have people with you that are 99 years old. This place is just fun and it's really good food. And I love the chicken coriander wings. They're phenomenal. Another place for a fun thing. And again, I'm giving suggestions not based on like the current situation in the parks, this is like overall. So I'm kind of going with like evergreen places. So the Polynesian Luau, uh, great food. They can set it up for however many people are in your party. Everything is brought to your table and you have an entertaining Polynesian Luau show to watch. Um, And along the same lines is that my last place that immediately comes to my mind and this is where I am taking you and Tabub when we go. All it right. is the Hoopty Doo musical yes. <laughs> because it has the you know barbecue ribs and chicken, and you got your cornbread and your baked beans, and the food is awesome. It's very entertaining, and it, it again is great for all ages. So. Those are the places that I recommend over at Disney World. These questions came from our Dining at Disney group on Facebook. So if you haven't already, join it. Um, We have, we're going to be taking some of your questions and answering them on the show. That's where these came from. There's some that we're going to actually do a whole show on. Like, for example, Monica asks about table service restaurants in the park for those who are looking to be you know, budget conscious, you know, you don't want to blow your budget while you're there. So that, or Todd asking about hidden places to dine. Joe wanted to know five really nice Disney restaurants for families that are on a budget. So we've got questions like that, that in upcoming shows, we will be talking about them Uh, next week. Just so you know, it is going to be our Disney happy hour show. Yeah, Definitely won't want to miss that. And most likely the question I'm going to be answering is from Mike C asking, what would be your pick of sit down and or counter service restaurant at each park and why? I think that would be a fun discussion for us next week. So that is what we will be talking about. We would love to hear what you guys have to say. So please let us know. You can either hit us up via email. So either Kristen or Bubba at dining at Disney.com or post it in our Facebook group and let us know. 
I think that covered everything on today's show. No, and if you was, haven't already, that was, that was. make sure you like, subscribe, hit the notification bell so you know when we share new content. If you haven't already subscribed to our podcast, please do so. You can do that on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, whatever your favorite podcast platform is, you can find us there. And you can be like Lindsay Marie, our top donor, and you can donate anywhere from as little as 99 cents a month or as much as $9.99 a month. And that helps us make this show bigger and better for you guys. Or if you are just looking to do some shopping and you use our affiliate links for Amazon or the Disney store, that helps us out as well. Bubba, you want to tell everybody where to find us? You can find us, like Ishu said, on the Facebook Dining at Disney page uh, or any of our social media accounts at Dining at Disney with uh, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. You can find me on Instagram at big underscore Bubba underscore B. I'm actually going to this week on the Facebook group. I'm going to start posting a few pictures that I've taken over the years, you know, my trips that, you know, last night I went through a lot of photos from the past and like, you know, we need to start sharing these, you know, Uh, especially kind of gives me, you know, hope that Disney will open soon. Uh, Disneyland will open soon, but, you know, we'll just chance. We'll just see as it goes. But um, yeah, big underscore Bubba underscore B on Instagram. And then we're going to talk about Kristen a bit because she is a great travel agent. She will help you with your Disney trip, your universal trip. And once cruises start happening, she'll help you with that too. So you can contact her at theme parks and cruises at gmail.com for a quote and get to it. <laughs> and before we go, I have a couple of suggestions for you guys. Make sure you check out the Disney list. Uh, I, along with my husband, Al John, we do a live show Sunday nights via Facebook. You can also check out his podcast with Dave Bossert, and that is Skull Rock Podcast. That launches on Mondays. And then also catch our friends, WDW Park Hoppers, Park Hopper John and Park Hopper Sid talk about all things Walt Disney World, as well as our friends over at the Disney Parks Podcast, John and Tony. They talk about all kinds of everything Disney you could think of. And if you're looking for a little fun on Facebook, other than joining the Dining at Disney group, which please do so, we'd love to hear from you. You can also check out our friends at the Sorcerer Radio Fun Zone, as well as the Disney Dorks. Until next time, I'm Kristen. With me is Bubba and Bon Appetit. This podcast is not affiliated with the Walt Disney Company or its holdings and is intended for entertainment purposes. I'm Kristen Hetzel, vacation planner, world traveler, Disney foodie, and theme park fan. I'm Al John Go. I'm the husband who's also Disney, Star Wars, and Marvel Comics fan. And together, we host the Disney List Podcast. Every week, you'll hear us list our favorite things about Disney theme parks, films, shows, travel, Marvel, and Star Wars in a top 10 list, rankings, and more. That's an impressive list. Subscribe to the Disney List Podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, or your favorite podcast platform. You can even stream us on Sorcerer Radio at srsounds.com and check out our live shows on Facebook. The Disney List Podcast. Visit thedisneylist.com.